All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Get the Net. We got something special lined up for everyone tonight. Um, in case you haven't heard, Jeff Gustafson just won the biggest damn tournament in bass fishing history, making him the only Canadian to do so. The Bassmaster Classic just went down in Knoxville, Tennessee. And the gravity of what's just happened is, you know, it still hasn't sunk in with me yet. I, I can't imagine how Gussie's feeling right now. Um, just talked to him earlier. He's, he's on his way back. Didn't want to bug him. I uh, was talking to them and he said, yeah, I'll, we'll fire one up. And he's, uh, he's with his wife, Shelby and, and her buddies, Brian and Bree right now, uh, driving back. So, um, yeah, they're going to hop on in a minute here and share some of the experience. Um, I was down there for it at a front row seat to, to all this going down. Stick around for a minute. We got tons of laugh stories and some heavy glory coming up. Welcome to Get the Net, a fishing podcast that takes a deep dive into competitive events, fishing news, tips, tactics, and most importantly, interviews with some of the most interesting and in-tuned anglers from Canada to the central U.S. We're leaving no stone unturned to bring you the most raw and authentic talk talk. My name is Jamie Bruce, while my resume says bass, my frying pan says walleye, I'm no stranger to the multi-species realm. Whether you're puttering on tackle, driving the bus, cutting the grass, or killing time in a 9 to 5, I'll try to give you something in every episode to take with you on the water, or at the very least, bring you a few laughs. Wow. This one's going to be pretty hard for me to talk about, probably. Uh, pretty good chance I'll be tripping on my words. Uh, really hits close to home. Uh, you know, Gussie's a great buddy. You're going to hear it a million times, uh, especially now with all the all the eyes in the fishing world on him even more um, about how good of a guy he is. Um, and that's, I mean, that's the reality. I've known him for a long time. Um, and the, the list of things he's done to help me is is a long one. Uh, definitely lopsided. There's, and there's no way I'd ever be able to to repay him for a few of the things he's, he's done for me. Um, you know, and, and man, I, I've never been happier for someone in my entire life. It's, uh, it was an incredible feeling. Uh, it was incredible to be a part of it. And as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's up there for one of the greatest moments in Canadian sports history. But before we, uh, lug everyone on here, I'm going to kind of give you my take on it and, um, you know, and then Gussie will hop on and it'll be magical. He's getting blasted, uh, with all kinds of media right now. I'm not going to grind him through, you know, telling me how it works and how this happened and how this happened. Uh, I just want to pull him on, you know, kind of in the moment and, uh, and get his take on things and, and everyone that's traveling with him right now. So if you're not a, like a heavy Bassmaster fan or anything like that, and you've just like heard about this tournament and you heard about the Super Bowl of bass fish and all that, uh, what it is, it's the single biggest event in our sport. Um, you know, it's got 55 anglers, a mix of the top elite series pro from the year before, uh, you know, a person from the Bass Nation, some opens winners, a college winner, uh, pretty much everyone that's proven themselves, you know, the year before. And, and I mean, just getting there is, is like one of the biggest milestones in fishing. So, um, you know, to, to win it is it's never been done by a Canadian before. Um, you know, it's only something that happens once a year. Like I said, getting there is near impossible. And what's just happened here is, is a huge deal. It's a unique tournament. Um, 
you know, it's not your standard, just three days of practice and then, and then start the Derby. Uh, they start like a week before everyone fishes a couple days and there's like all kinds of media things. And then they end up with a day, you know, leading up to the tournament to check things out. So it's not a normal thing. There's a bunch of added pressure. Uh, there's lots of time off the water throughout the week. Um, like I said, lots of media stuff and everything. Uh, there was no way I was going to call him and bug him about what's going on or anything like that. Um, you know, I wasn't down there at all. I had thought about going a few times and just couldn't really make it work with so much stuff going on up here and, and, you know, plenty of things that I've had to deal with just couldn't really go down to, to Knoxville to watch my buddy as, as much as I wanted to. Um, but I talked to him on, after the first day of practice and where this lake was is actually where he had won in 2021 uh, his first elite series event, which was a huge deal. Um, you know, wanted on the on the down home tactic that moping with the smeltinator and Z Man. That's all you're going to hear about for the next little bit. I'll hold her up right there. There's plenty on it, but that's a technique that's been refined in Northwestern Ontario. And Gussie cleaned everyone's clock on it back in 2021 and. You know, the hope was that the water stayed cold enough and the fish were out there enough that, that it could play. And, I mean, that's exactly what happened. We're not going to go, like, way deep on on technique or tactics or anything like that. But that's what was going on. I knew he's the best in the field at it, hands down. I knew he was going to have a chance. I never talked to him again. And then the first day of the tournament, I was I was watching on my computer. And, you know, he, he's got a camera in his boat. And he blasts him at like 10 o'clock, lifts his trolling motor up and goes pre-fish. And he's got the biggest bag of anyone that day. So <laughs> my phone starts ringing. Start, we start looking at flights and drive time, like, you know, some bass buddies up here. And it's just like, oh, there's so many things to, to line up and that I couldn't really leave behind. But, you know, st- started to look at the gravity of this situation. And uh, Jeff's brother, Ben, called me up and we're like, okay, we got to get down there. As soon as that trolling motor lifted, I... I was just like, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna win. You could just see he was feeling it. It was just like one of those things where you just couldn't miss. Like this is way too big of a deal. So I mean, Benny and I just said, okay, we got we got our affairs in order a little bit. Uh, shout out to Buzz and Marion and and my buddy Sean McGaughy for for offering to help. Um, so we grabbed our toothbrush and packed our bags, and yeah, it was just like, all right, let's go. It's only supposed to take twenty one hours. Get rolling. Benny was driving for a bit throws me the keys at 3 a.m he's like wake up you're up first snowflake just hit the ground he pulled over into parking lot beside a crack dealer i'm pretty sure um guy was asking me what i needed and everything and he was obviously pretty tired so i took the wheel started driving through this massive snowstorm um you know it was crazy up by madison wisconsin and uh the phone rings and it's like it's 4 a.m now and it's gussy <laughs> he's leading the Bassmaster Classic. He heard that we were heading down there and just too good of a dude, like has to call. Yeah, hey, thanks, boys. Yeah, gives us the report. Like, so, you know, just another kind of testament to his character. And, and, uh, man, just it was, it was surreal. And that, that was kind of the beginning of like just how wild everything went after. We missed Wayans that day. He extended his lead more. We were watching like, sitting in traffic outside of knoxville and and yeah it was like okay we you know we made the right decision because we had we packed up and left on on the saturday it wouldn't you know we would never would have made it there so everything was just working out there were a few nerves but uh nothing like that next day um we'll get jeff to talk about that a little bit we got shelby gusseson brian gusseson Bree becker 
trucking across North America, the giant cardboard check for $300,000, a massive brown Bassmaster Classic World Champion trophy with the world champion, Gussie. What's happening, team? Yo, yo. <laughs> You're big dogging behind the wheel, bud. Well, I just did like nine hours of playing with my phone. So, yeah, I, I Brian did a shift. Shelves did a shift. Bree's up on deck. Oh, man. I uh, I feel bad for even bugging you because I know you're getting grinded to the bone right now. I'm sure you haven't been off the phone yet. Um, but, man, great oh, to see you guys from the road. Figured, uh, figured everyone would want to hear from you. So I, I'm not going to grind you to the bone and ask you every little detail. Just uh, – Want to check in and and get your thoughts right out of the gate, bud. You want the girls to hold up the trophy first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get a look at old Brown. Can you get us? Yeah, you got to get a sunroof in your next truck, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Corey Johnson, he is. He's got a double sunroof. Big dog. Yeah, you don't have a classic trophy to hold out of it though. No, uh, he does not. Oh man. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's been it's it's uh, it's been a pretty wild few days, and yeah, I'm glad you were there and part of it, man. It was uh, yeah, pretty crazy roller coaster. Yeah, couldn't imagine missing it. Like, probably would have ripped my house apart <laughs> wanting to get there so bad. I'm sure we would have laughed and like made it on a Tuesday or something, but uh, I like. It hasn't sunk in for me yet, so I couldn't imagine what it feels like over there. It's obviously yeah. not laying down yet, right? Yeah, no, it's uh, it'll be it'll be nice to get home and just kind of chill a little bit. But uh, but yeah, no, we've been having fun and we keep looking at it and just kind of giggling and it doesn't really feel totally real either. Like you know, it's a really like the Bassmaster Classic, but. It was my lucky weekend, man, uh, that we, you know, got to fish that place and that if the tournament would have been, you know, even like a couple days later, those fish might have been gone. And, I would, you know, once they went to the bank, they're, they're just spread out and no one's catching them, you know. But, um, but and then if it would have been a few days earlier, then it would have probably been a quick, quick fishing every day. But, uh, yeah, a lot of things just collided and, and it went right. Yeah. Man, as painful as it was that day before, like just having those two fish and how close it was just added to the, I, I feel yeah. like it just added to the sweetness for everyone. Like the, the place went wild, you know, if we would have rolled out of bed and you would have had, had five big ones, everyone could have breathed easy and we would have had a good day. And, and, but that, I mean, that dramatic fashion, that's, uh, that's what great moments are made of. And dude, that was the greatest thing I'll probably ever see in, in Canadian sports. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I know like that's obviously like on sat on Sunday, that's not how I wanted it to go. But, um, no. looking back now, uh, it was, it, it was pretty, it, it, yeah, it's, it was, it ended up being a lot more exciting for everybody and, and for me too. And, and looking back, it'll be, you know, probably, I don't know if I would enjoy say enjoy it more, but I'll have a lot more probably respect for how hard it was. And, um, you know, Brian Schmidt actually called yesterday and, uh, you know, was just said congratulations. And I didn't really get to talk to him much after. And I, I hated that moment for him because I've been there before too, but, uh, yeah. you know, it was, it was, he, he gave us a nice call and 
Um, Cause I know, you know, obviously it was probably pretty disappointing for him the way it ended up. And especially the door was left open and he, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't need to do much more than he, than he did. And it would have been a different outcome, but, but yeah, it happened well, and uh, well, yeah, it's all good. I don't know if I've ever seen more people that just got beat, be more happy for a person. Like that's not, that's not a normal thing. I feel like, like at the, at the champions toast after every single person in the room got their picture with you, you know, and, and you could see it like most of them were legitimately happy for you. That's uh that's not something yeah. you see every day. And that's just a testament to, you know, kind of your character and, and just how awesome it was, man. It was like a culmination of that. Yeah, no, I got, I got, I got to get pictures with quite a few, like pretty, like quite a few of my idols really. And like Hackney or, uh, texted me this morning and was like, Hey man, you got that picture we got together the other night. Think you could send that to me. So like, that was pretty cool. And then like KVD showed up like just a legend and uh, I got to visit with him for probably like 15 or 20 minutes. Like, you know, who <laughs> yeah. get to talk to that guy. Like I can remember being at like the classic expo back in the day and like, he just walked by in the aisle and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. That's KVD. And, uh, so yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, big buff, <laughs> like big buff flew in with shorts and sandals and a t-shirt and just showed up. Like that's pretty sick. Yeah. Was, like, All I had to text him awesome. on the way down. I just said, Hey, and he already, he booked a flight. He just called. He's like, I got a flight. <laughs> I got no bag, <laughs> but actually it's funny that Hackney texted you. Um, buff said that, when he met Hackney the first time, it was the most nervous he'd ever been. Uh, it must have been at another <laughs> at the at the other classic, and then uh, Buff was. I think he was holding up the cl- the trophy in the champions toast, and Hackney was like, "Hey, buddy, like put that down." <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I think it hurt his feelings a little bit, but no, oh, it was good. Um, man, you're saying you're nervous about being near KVD. Well, we saw you talking to him, and. Uh, he flagged me and Brian over, like, get in here. It was just like, that was surreal. Yeah. Well, like, I wasn't nervous this time, but, like, back in, like, 2014, I think that's when I went to my first classic. And, like, I can remember seeing him walk through the aisle at the expo then. And that's, and I was just like, oh my God. Like, and that was when he was, like, you know, the GOAT, like, just in his prime, winning, like, three or four tournaments every year. Like, uh, yeah, just but pretty pretty awesome guy. Like just we just started talking fishing and and you know he just just yeah legend. What what was the first thing he said to you? Uh, the first thing he said was, "Hey, I when I heard Metallica was your song to come into the arena, I knew right then not that you were my guy." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was cool too. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> um. Shelbs, what's going on back there? There's not a lot going on back here. We're just relaxing and switching out, taking turns, having some good snacks along the way, and just keeping an eye on the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> we have, I, I know I'm sure you're a bundle of nerves uh, on the Sunday, but, like, you're playing it pretty cool every time I saw you. Did you? I felt you pretty calm, like, throughout most of it. I really did. It was Sunday afternoon was a bit, a bit hairy, but... And then when they first, you know, they were going through the way and they first do that super six thing. And I was like, holy crap, like, this is really going down. And that's when I started getting, like, a really nervous heartbeat. And I was like, I need to 
get out of here and go take a walk because I don't know where it's going to happen. Yeah, because before that, everyone was losing it. Like, I couldn't imagine what uh, what Jim Gustafson was up to that day. Uh, <laughs> Brian was losing his mind. <laughs> he was unapproachable yeah. during the day. <laughs> yeah, I definitely told a few people I shouldn't have to beat it. Yeah, I think everyone understood. Um, but no, that was solid. You uh, you got a good poker face, Shelbs. Well, it was going to happen or it wasn't going to happen, and nothing I did was going to change that. So I, I had a lot of faith in him. Like, I was pretty sure he was going to make it happen. And then when I started to think it wasn't going to happen, I was just thinking, well, you know, the second place is really good, too. And, like, <laughs> manage your expectations, right? Let's not get too disappointed. So then it was just ten times as exciting when it, it ended the way it did. Hell yeah. What place did you think you were going to get in, Gussie? Honestly, like sixth, probably. Yeah? Yeah, like I <laughs> like 100% um, never even thought I had a chance. I mean, you know how, like, like worst case scenario you're thinking, but I was, like, probably going to be, like, freaking sixth place. And I'm like, oh, I'll still win a little bit of money at least. And, <laughs> you know, but I didn't. But that being said, like, I didn't have any regrets. I, I, and, you know, we talked about it, but I had my bait around fish the, all day and they were just super hard to catch. And, and I didn't really have a good backup plan. So I just stuck to what I was doing. And I knew, like, if I got three, I felt like maybe then those guys, someone, but I just, you know, every classic that I can remember, I mean, on the, on day three, like somebody, pulls some kind of heroics and, and, you know, comes from behind and wins. And I just was like, I oh, just left the door open and somebody's going to be a hero today and it's not going to be me. But um, when I got back and looked at Bass Track, obviously like it had me in first and I, um, I did, but I still didn't think I didn't, I just didn't trust what some of the, you know, what Canterbury and Schmidt yeah. had. Um, you just never know, but I felt better than I did on that hour long boat ride back to check in just because I like, well, I do have a chance now at least. And, um, yeah, just, you just <laughs> never know. You just never, never know. It was a tough, it wasn't an easy place to fish. And, um, you know, like I saw some, some online people chirping about like, come on, Bassmaster, pick a better place to hold the classic. But the fishing's just kind of is what it is where it doesn't matter. You know, it's all relative. And, um, it was it was exciting in its in its own way. Yeah. Well, and they had the record crowd too, and that town was wicked. Like yeah, no, Knoxville's a good. Like, Knoxville's a legit like a good city. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It was uh, there was a lot of good people around and a good party on Sunday night. And uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty fun rolling through town with all the Aussies and and uh, <laughs> everything. They like they were having a time. Yeah. This has been, everyone's been calling, asking about how's the party, how's the party? And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, it, it was pretty much a mob of like probably 80 people with a, with a mix. Like Mercer was in there, Australian guys. Uh, Tommy Wood was carrying the trophy like a baby. <laughs> and, uh, there was an Australian <laughs> favor chant going, Gussie, 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 oi, 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 up right down through like the downtown core of Knoxville. Like, I don't know, if, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that's happened before there. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. I, I hope uh, someone's got a video of it. Cause that was, uh, yeah, it was a celebration for the ages. 
Yeah, for sure. No, it was pretty, pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it was, we, it was just a good group and a good crowd and, uh, what a fun, fun night. <laughs> yeah. And, but I just watched the, the replay of the win and, and your speech and everything. And it was like, it was hard for people to just get out words on the stage. And, uh, I was like, you were built for it. You like you, your voice didn't well, really crack. You like said all the right things, like get, you know, instead of saying, Oh yeah, I, I threw my bait around a, a log or, and I'd like to thank this boat for running up and down the lake. You're like, no, get, get kids into fishing. If you don't take them, they'll never go like primo speech. So, uh, well, give you I amazing felt show like there. after I felt like I, I was at a loss for words and I didn't, I felt like I, I should have said something more. Um, maybe like impactful or whatever, but, uh, yeah, no, it was, no. <laughs> I just kind of, I don't remember what I said or how I, I wish I took a moment to like, you know, just look around a bit more, but it, man, it, it's so bright up there and it was so loud and just, I was, I was cranked up, but yeah, pretty cool. I, I, I haven't got to really watch, watch all that back yet, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, no, pretty special. Oh, what a sight what a sight when it when it went down like after they made the call i got up and went up like higher in the arena and just kind of looked down on everything because we were sitting down pretty close to the deck and i was like yeah there's tons of people in here but you didn't really get that effect until it was up higher and it was like how many people were in there like twenty thousand, probably fifteen thousand. i don't know yeah i was i mean like <laughs> looking from where i was it was pretty it was like it, i mean I don't know if there was people behind or whatever. So, but yeah, there had to be like between 10 and 15,000. I'm sure, but it was, how did you guys end up like where my boat came out? Like all of a sudden you guys were down there. Did you guys just jump the barriers or what? Yeah. Me and Benny jumped the fence. Yeah. Um, nice. yeah. Yeah. Well, I came down after, cause like I said, I went up, um, but Mercer gave us a couple like Mercer passes and those were like the ultimate badge around there. So, you could just big dog it oh, and flash yeah. it and go anywhere. So that's how that's how me and Buff got down there. That was unreal. Oh, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hell yeah, bud. And now you got you're doing the North American Victory Lap right now. How many more hours do you guys have to go? Because this is this is something that's got to be covered. Because you're definitely making the biggest drive of of anyone coming back from it. But you're two days into it and still not home. Yeah, well, we got out of Knoxville yesterday afternoon and uh, made it to Lexington. I left my boat at David Mullen's place, so that was solid. He's going to look after it for me for a couple weeks before we go back down to South Carolina. And uh, so that was a little bit out of the way, but we made it to Lexington last night, had a nice dinner, and uh, got rolling at like a little after 6 this morning. And we're going to get home tonight probably at 1 or 2 in the morning, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, she's a long haul, but, uh, but yeah. it feels pretty good. It feels pretty yeah. good. It would, it wouldn't feel, it would, I couldn't imagine if I, if I hadn't won, like how much this drive home would sort of suck right now, but, uh, but it's pretty good. I like it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to grind you guys down. You got a whole week of, uh, of podcasts coming up. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some celebrations back in Canada in the, over the next couple of weeks. Um, any, I'm going to put this up tonight just so everyone can, 
can uh, you know hear hear you quick and and have some thoughts on it. Uh, anything you want to say before we let you guys go? I mean, no, just it was it was yeah. Thanks to everyone that came that made that traveled to be there for it. And uh, I mean, we had friends from all over the the U.S. and a lot of Canadians that came down. And there was flags all over the bridges at, in at takeoff in the morning, all over the arena. Just it was yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. And just thanks to everyone. Thanks to Knoxville. Bassmaster, just it was a special uh special weekend for me for sure hell yeah bud brie you got anything to say you've been awfully quiet i don't know i think i can shock still for them (laughs) 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 all right well safe travels guys thanks for taking the time we'll uh see you right away here all right thanks guys take care okay well there you have it as promised there was the champ the 2023 academy sports bass master classic world champion gussie that's unbelievable to say that um you know as you can hear i I don't really think it's kind of kind of hit anyone yet it's uh it's still a crazy thing um you know i'm i'm at a loss for words really uh (laughs) around the whole thing and that's uh that's pretty uncommon, but uh, we've got so many good stories. Like I said, Jeff was talking to, to Kevin, like, you know, major moment, and he flags us over and, and introduces us to him. Like, that's that's not something you see every day. Uh, and it was actually funny, too. It's uh, like, yeah, this is Brian Gustafson. He actually created the Smeltonator jig. Uh, yeah, so if you need any, hit him up. And Kevin's like, I already got some. <laughs> so pretty unbelievable that that, uh, you know, that jig's kind of, gone from from an idea in uh in a kid's garage in fort francis to the hands of kvb so we're watching it all unfold right now um you know as that tactic kind of kind of is exposed and um i mean winning it that way that was just kind of nostalgic fashion like that's a, a northwestern ontario technique as i mentioned before this is really where it's been refined and um I I think it just made it that much sweeter. Like if he would have won it on a football jig or something like that, yeah, we would have been we obviously would have been as as happy as we are now. Um but just have you know, winning on that tactic was just kind of like it just added to it. Um still can't believe how everything went down and so grateful to be a part of it. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a short podcast. You're going to be able to get your fill all week on, on, uh, you know, Gussie, uh, I'm sure he'll be hopping on a bunch. I think he's going on Mercer's tomorrow. And, uh, as we mentioned earlier, Mercer really helped us out, giving us those, those pit passes and, uh, he joined the party as well. Lots of fun being around these guys that are idols and everything. And it's going to be hard for me to go back to a Bassmaster Classic. I've only gone to one way in ever, and that's what happened. Um, so (laughs) it was an unbelievable event, unbelievable expo and really great to meet, uh, everyone too. Um, you know, people that I've traded emails with over the years and and just made me more proud to, to, you know, kind of be working with some of these companies. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky that I work with all the cool ones. Uh, you know, the teams that, that know what's going on are hardcore and efficient, um, you know, have a good time and, and put out a good product. And, um, just having that come full circle was, 
was awesome. Um, we got to give a shout out to Patterson Leith from Sims. He was the keeper of the cup that night, the voice of reason. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of good stories coming from that. Uh, it's not something I'll ever forget, but yeah, he was hanging onto the cup wall while we were up to our shenanigans. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely go back to Knoxville. Uh, that place is a lot of fun. Uh, the layout was incredible. And as Jeff said, the, I mean, the fishing is what it is. Um, but that, that place is a great place to, to host it and man, couldn't be you know, happier for them and, and definitely glad I went. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll have some extended coverage of this. And like I said, there's tons of people that, that want to hear the boss talk and, um, we'll put this out there and yeah, I, I'm sure I'm missing a million other things, but still way fired up over this and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you on the next get the net. So congrats again, bud. Um, and we'll see everyone on the next one. This outdoor content has been brought to you in part by Nordic Point Lodge. Located in northwestern Ontario, Nordic Point Lodge offers some of the finest fishing Canada has to offer. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a corporate retreat, Nordic Point Lodge has you covered. They offer a luxury outdoor experience with five-star service. Check out the description below for more information.